0: What's up family, Antoine here, and I want to encourage you today from the same text that we spoke from on last week, Matthew chapter 18, I'll be looking at verses 24 uh, down here. I'll start where the Lord tell me to stop. And it reads, in the process, one of his debtors was brought in who owed him millions of dollars He couldn't pay, so his master ordered that he be sold along with his wife, his children, and everything he owned to pay the debt. But the man fell down before his master and begged him, please be patient with me, and I will pay it all. Then his master was filled with pity for him, and he released him and forgave his debt. But when the man left the king, he went to a fellow servant, who owed him a few thousand dollars. He grabbed him by the throat and demanded instant payment. His fellow servant fell down before him and begged for a little more time. Be patient with me and I will pay it, he pleaded. But his creditor wouldn't wait. He had the man arrested and put into prison until the debt could be paid in full. When some of the other servants saw this, they were very upset. They went to the king and told him everything that had happened. Then the king called in the man he had forgiven and said, You evil servant, I forgave you that tremendous debt because you pleaded with me. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you? Then the angry king sent the man to prison to be tortured until he paid his entire debt. I want to pick up from where we left off on last week, Deliver Me From the Past. Uh, It's it's the same text that we looked at, but I want to look at a further portion of this text. Uh, Here's what I see. Jesus lets us know, straight up, that there is an expectation of us when we see the text, he says the expectation is, is that you have been forgiven, so you should forgive. You have received mercy, so you should give mercy. That, that's the entire text in Salmation. What Jesus does is he parallels two similar accounts. The first account is that of the master and his servant who owed, as the text says, millions of dollars He was unable to pay it. And yet he pleads before his master and forgiveness is given to him. The debt is released. Yet Jesus takes a similar account where the man has a fellow servant, someone on the same level as he is. He goes to them and he says, hey, you owe me money. The text actually says it's a few thousand dollars. And what he does is when the man is unable to pay him, he puts his hands around his throat he, he tries to choke the life out of this man. And he says, look, you're going to pay me and you're going to pay me now. But, but what we see then is when the man pleads with him, he withholds forgiveness and instead throws the man into prison. That's the text. Jesus summed it up. You've received forgiveness, so you should give forgiveness. What, what principles I want to pull from this text as we talk about being delivered from the past is this, there is no injustice that you have experienced that will compare to the injustice or the sin debt that you have with God. In other words, what Jesus lets them know, you, you owed the master millions, but he forgave you. This person here owed you thousands and yet you withheld forgiveness. What this expectation is if we're going to enjoy the fruits of forgiveness, if we're going to walk in forgiveness, if we're going to experience the safety of forgiveness of our own sins, we must be willing to extend that to others. God is asking us to give the grace that we have received. The problem is, is when we receive or we are on the receiving end of an injustice, what we want to focus on is how it makes us feel. I hear you already say you don't understand what they did to me. You don't understand what they said to me. You, you don't understand how it made me feel. They, they need to repay me. They need to experience what I have experienced. But in reality, when you withhold forgiveness, you are not giving them what you have experienced. You are giving them The opposite of what God has given you now. Now, hear me clearly when we look at this text, there is a clear reality present that the person who has caused the injustice, the person who is holding the debt is apologetic. Both the man is apologetic to his master and the fellow servant is apologetic to his uh, his fellow servant. In other words they're both pleading for mercy one receives mercy one withholds mercy and what we see at the end of the text is that Jesus shows how evil and wicked that person is who withholds forgiveness because he realizes and he shows us with clear terms that you receive forgiveness the expectation is that you give it I know that's simple. That does not exhaust everything that we can pull from the point. But the reality is, is if you're withholding forgiveness, the wrong now has shifted from the person to you because they are apologetic. They're asking for what you have received. Don't be wicked. Don't withhold what God has freely given to you. We'll deal with this more. I'm leaving it heavy on purpose. I'll see you all next week.